Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It was Saturday morning when the family says they discovered the six-year-old missing from her bedroom, a window open and screen detached. Hello, I need to report a uh, missing child. I believe she was abducted from my house. The father, Sergio, who appeared so calm on his 911 call, told police that he fell asleep on the couch watching a pre-recorded baseball game. This is Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Detectives write about a witness telling them that a guy who was staying with the family owed someone a lot of money, and that's why she was taken. Please, please, to the person or persons who have Isabel, tell us your demands. Tell us what you want. Law enforcement experts say it is statistically likely someone known to the family is involved. I got the news in the last 72 hours that... A little girl that I had helped search for days and days, weeks on end, sent my staff to investigate, prayed, covered, questioned. I got word that her body was found. Well, I'm sure it's skeletonized now. This is Crime Stories. I'm Nancy Grace, and 
It's now been 72 hours since I learned that Isabel Solis is dead. And I don't know what I had been thinking. I guess I didn't really want to think all the way to the end of the conclusion, to the end of my line of reasoning. I wanted there to be some fantastical excuse as to why she was missing from her own home. Maybe someone had seen her at the softball game she attended the night before she disappeared, and they wanted to raise a child, and that they took her. I did not want to think the obvious that someone had killed her, and she was never coming back home. But that is what I learned. It was like a kick in the stomach when I read the banner early, early. The remains of Isabel Solis had been found in a remote area. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. And even though I know now without a doubt that Isabel is dead, it's not over. I want to know who took that child from her room and who killed her. First, I want to thank Simply Safe for being with us today and sponsoring this podcast in our search for the truth about Isabel Sellis. Simply Safe makes home security now available to everyone, to regular people. At $14.99 a month, you're covered. And the thing I like about it, among so many things, is that it's not reliant on your cell phone line or your landline, both of which can be disrupted and or cut. They monitor you 24-7, 365. And if you log on to simplysafe.com slash Nancy, you get another 10% off. Simply Safe, thank you for being our partner and sponsoring our podcast today about this little girl, Isabel. You know, Alan Duke is with me. Alan, um, you know, after my fiancé was murdered, I did not ever think I would have a family. And I went on, as you know, to law school and to become a felony prosecutor. Each one of my cases became like my child. I would totally devote myself to it. I would cultivate it, work it. There were no number of hours that were too great. No painstaking detail too much to devote to that case. And the victim's families became like my family, like my friends. And I remember one day when the elected DA brought me in his office and said, Nancy, are you, you think you're getting a little too emotionally connected to your cases? And I went, yes. And he just looked at me when I answered it like that. He said, well, okay. Okay, <laughs> that was the end of it. But I remember covering this so well, Alan, and you know, the scenario behind her disappearance, Alan, she's at, the family stays out late the night before at a softball game. They all come home. Isabel was there, of course, at the softball park and comes home, goes to bed late. The mom gets up super early. As I recall, she's a nurse or in that biz, healthcare business. She leaves super early, does not want to wake anybody up. She goes to work, and then she gets the call. The husband, Sergio Solis, is the one that calls 911. Alan, please roll Sergio Solis 911 call. 911, what's your emergency? Uh, I want to report a missing person, my little girl, who's six years old. I believe she was abducted from our house. What's the address? Okay, stay on the line for Tucson Police. I will. Hey, 
Palm Police Department. Hello, I need to report a uh, missing child. I believe she was abducted from my house. Okay, how old? Six years old. Okay, is it your daughter? Yes. Why do you think she was abducted? I have no idea. We woke up this morning. I went to go get her up for her baseball game, and she's gone. I woke up my, my sons. I, we looked everywhere in the house, and my oldest son noticed that her window was wide open and the screen was laying in the backyard. We've looked all around the house. My sons are okay, running. Hang on. Yeah, my sons are running around the house looking for her. The screen was on the ground outside. Yes. What's your address? What's your name, sir? My name is Sergio F E R G I O. Middle initial D. Last name is C E L I S. I S is in Sam. Yes. Okay. What's her name? Isabel I S B E L I S A. B E L M as in man is the middle initial. Okay, same last name? Yes. Okay, what's your actual birth date? Okay. Is mom there also? And she had just left for work. I just called her and I told her to get her back home. <laughs> okay, another Okay, Alan, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Not judging, but what do you make of Sergio Solis' 911 call? It does seem different that he is laughing. He's chuckling as he's reporting that his child is missing. However, he later explained that what he was trying to do was remain calm. He did not want to become hysterical. He wanted to simply convey the information to the police so that they could help find his daughter. A lot of people I know have criticized him and had suggested that it means he might have been involved. But I'm not so sure of that because later interviews... You can tell, at least I can tell, that he was very concerned. I've got a lot I want to add to your observations, Alan, but now I want you to hear Isabel's mother's phone call. Would you mind playing it, Alan? Hello? Hello, ma'am. Are you the mom? Yes. Okay, what is your name? My name is Rebecca Sellis. C-E-L-I-S. Okay, anything else you remember she was wearing and her hair? Her hair is in braids. It's in little ponytails. I made little ponytails on her head last night before she went to bed. Okay, and that was the Old Navy uh, shirt with the flag and maybe shorts? Yes, and she's only five. She's only six. Can you please hurry and get somebody okay, over so here? Alpha's already on the way, man. We're just getting more information from you, okay? <laughs> okay. So who, who noticed her gone? Your husband? My husband. I went to work this morning at 7 and... Um, I just, and I didn't even come and check on her. I should have come and check on her. Okay. All right, just take a deep breath, okay? I know it's hard. She doesn't have any medical conditions? No, she has nothing. I'm sorry, she has what? She has nothing. There's no medical conditions. She's healthy. No allergies, no medical conditions. Okay, you didn't hear anything at all? No, I didn't hear anything at all. my God. Just stay with me on the phone. They're almost there. It has to rock. It's on the way, okay? Oh, okay. Now, you looked everywhere under the bed, the closet, everything. Somebody took the window out of our house. They're almost there, ma'am, okay? Where's where your husband and your kids? Take a deep breath, okay? I do understand how hard that is. I just need you to calm down a little bit, okay? I'm sorry. No, that's okay. And how tall is she? 
she's um, like 40, 44, 45 inches long. She's um, 44 pounds. And hey, Carly, you said brown? Brown. She has, she has two little um, braids going down. They're like... She put ponytails in her hair, so she's got like four ponytails on each side that go down her, and it's the four split in the middle. Bra- four braided ponytails. It's it's a two. It's like two braids. Two braids, okay. But it's made with ponytails instead of a braid. Does uh, any uh, marks, scars? Other than the window out, I can't see anything else. And the door's locked to outside, so they had to have jumped over the fence. Or I don't know what they did, but oh my God. The cops are here. Can I just hang okay. up now, please? Yes, I'll let you go. Thank you. The dichotomy between their two calls is so stark. Let's just start with that. And, Alan, isn't it true immediately after um, Isabel goes missing, Mr. and Mrs. Sully split up? And he is actually denied full access to his other two boys to seeing them. What what do we know about that? Yes, Nancy, it is true. About three weeks after the disappearance of the child, the father was asked to leave the house by Child Protective Services. He was temporarily barred from contact with his two sons. However, they never really said why this happened. It was just during part of the investigation, and they were later reunited. Well, here's one thing. You know, Alan, in every investigation, especially in missing missing child or even a homicide, you look at the family first, okay? So naturally, men staggeringly, statistically, are more likely to commit a crime than women. You look at male family members and male friends of the family. So naturally, you look at the father. The fact that he had a custody or a visitation problem with his sons could be totally unrelated to Isabel's disappearance. For instance, Alan, I was playing this out in my mind, you know, under the stress of a missing child, a lot of couples divorce, okay? Very very common. So if there is a separation and he has some kind of outburst of temper, that alone could keep him from seeing his children. So we don't know what was behind that, and you're saying, Alan, that it was lifted, right? Yes, it was temporary, and in fact, the mother stood by her husband. Another thing that is really intriguing me, Alan, is uh, what police said when they gave their first presser. They said that it was not by chance that they found Isabel Solis' remains. Uh, Let's listen to exactly what the police say. Here's the police presser. Chief, what led the tip to uh, investigators that the remains were there? I'm afraid I can't go into that level of detail. Do you know what DNA you had to compare to with a family member or yourself? I don't know that information, but I do know there was DNA available and an accurate comparison was made. Do you feel like finding Well, we're, we are certainly hopeful of that. Um, this is a very important step in the case. Um, so that's one of the reasons, of course, why we're still asking uh, the public if they have any leads. We believe there um, may still be folks out there who perhaps know something or feel now that they're willing to come forward with information that could be helpful. So don't assume that 
Uh, we have necessarily all the information. If people have tips, they should absolutely contact either us or 88 Crime. And what was the description you gave of the scene where you found them? Um, rural Pima County. Is that in the desert? Can you be more specific about the area? I I can't be more specific at this time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, Pima County. Any idea how long she had been dead? Well, this case has been actively pursued over the last five years. Um, it has been continuously worked since the date of her disappearance. So we have investigators that are still um, very engaged in this, and obviously their work continues now with this new information. Chief, any idea how long she had been dead? I'm, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry, I can't provide that level of specificity at this time. Chief, any idea how long she had been dead? I, I don't know that information. Any suspects now? Um, I can't release any information about... Have you spoken to anyone, anyone in custody? Um, no, I can't release information about the, the status of the investigation beyond what I've shared with you so far. Obviously, I'm sure you can appreciate it's an extremely important case to us. I don't want to provide anything that would compromise our ability to successfully solve this case. Can you say whether this was a product of a, of a focused search or just a happenstance that just happened to find It was not a happenstance. So it was the product of a focused search? There has been an ongoing process of many different searches, and this was not happenstance, but I can't get into any greater detail than that. But fair to say there was something that led investigators to that area. Yeah, I can't. I'm sorry. I just can't get more detailed about how we, how we ended up at that location, but it is part of the larger investigation. Yeah. So what does that mean, Alan? Does that mean that someone tipped them off to where the remains were, that they know who did it, they saw somebody digging, whoever did it made a confession? I mean, it's not by chance, right? Not by chance, not happenstance, but part of a focused investigation, a focused search. You know, Alan, I told you this earlier, but um, a, a couple of weeks ago, as you know, I took the twins on an RV trip for spring break. Now, listen, I did not see me being an RV person, okay? But they saw that movie, RV, with Robin Williams and Kristen Chenoweth. I believe that's who was in it. And they nutted up. They had to go on an RV trip. That was over a year ago. They begged. It finally, I had no excuse. I had to do it. So um, we first started in Tucson, and it's the strangest thing, being out there with children, I thought about Isabel so much. In fact, while we were in the RV, I actually Googled her while we were out in Tucson. Uh, we were hiking the Sonoran Desert and looking at the Saguaro, and I thought of Isabel so much. That was just a couple of weeks ago, Alan. Isabel's remains were found somewhere in Pima County. That's all they're saying. They're not saying what part, east, west, north, or south at this point, just somewhere in a rural area, which 
pretty much translates to desert. And in fact, you were in the Sonoran Desert, which is just to the west of the city of Tucson. You very well were very close to where they had just found her remains in March at the same time you were on that RV trip. So we now know that her remains were not found by chance. Something in particular led police there. Do they have a suspect? We don't know. Alan, what do you think? In the news conference, the police chief wouldn't give any indication if they had a suspect. He only allowed that finding her was not by happenstance. But that means that they had to have some real information and real information from somebody who knew. And that, to me, sounds like somebody who might be a suspect. Now, Alan, wasn't there a family friend, a male friend, that had been living with them? Why did he come under suspicion? Yes, Nancy, there was uh, someone who had lived in the home, who was familiar with the family, and who was related. Not naming this person, but they did lawyer up, and that raised suspicion. Another thing, they moved out of town. Well, there's nothing like lawyering up with a criminal defense lawyer to make people suspicious. I mean, if you walked up to me arm in arm with Johnny Cochran, God rest his soul, Alan Deke, I know for sure you've done something horrible, okay? So <laughs> when you run out and hire a criminal defense attorney, that makes everyone suspicious. But, uh, I mean, in reality, it, it doesn't mean anything in this investigation. No, it doesn't. You know what's odd about the circumstances surrounding her disappearance, Alan? I have looked and looked and studied and studied. Uh, my staff went out. There is a large, a tall fence surrounding their backyard, and her bedroom opened into the backyard, the window, the open window, as it were. That fence is taller than a man because uh, my staff members could not jump over it. It was big, not that we would trespass, but we did look at it, and it goes around three sides of the house, and it adjoins the house in the front. So imagine on the front of the house, Alan, it goes, it attaches to the house on the right and left side as you're looking at the home. It goes as far east and west, let's just say, as it can go. Then it totally surrounds the backyard, and it's solid. You can't see through it, as I recall. So, and it's gated. So with a lock. So who is going to jump that fence or use that gate to get in and then open her window and get her out through the window? Let's just think about that scenario for a moment, Alan Duke. Think about that scenario. I can't even get my mind around the fact that someone would grab a six-year-old child, take her off, murder her, and then leave her dead in the desert. This is what I know. Isabel may be dead. Isabel is dead. I know that. But this is not over. In fact, it's just beginning. We're going to find out who murdered Isabel Solis. We're going to find out. God be with little Isabel tonight, and God help whoever did this to her. Again, thank you, Simply Safe, for being with us and making this podcast possible and being our partner. Please go to simplysafe.com and get another 10% off. Nancy Grace, signing off from Crime Stories. Thank you, friend. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. 
Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 